Bismillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah nabina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa min wala inna alhamdulillah nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shurur anfusina wa min sayyat a'malina man yahdihillahu fahuwa al-muhtad wa man yudlil falahadiya lah wa ashadu an la ilaha illa Allah wahdahu la sharika lah wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluhu Allahumma alimna ma yanfa'una wa anfa'na bima alamtana wa zidna ilma بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والعاديات ضبحا فالموريات قدحا فالمغيرات صبحا فأثرن به نقعا فوسطن به جمعا إن الإنسان لربه لكنود وإنه على ذلك لشهيد وإنه لحب الخير لشديد أفلا يعلم إذا بعثر ما في القبور وحصل ما في الصدور إن ربهم بهم يومئذ لخبير Alright, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is making a qasam. And the jawab al-qasam is in ayah number six. And the qasam that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is making is all about one thing. And the correct opinion, there's two opinions, but the correct opinion is that this is the one talking about the war horses. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَالْعَادِيَاتِ ضَبَحًا Yeah, al-'adiyat, essentially it's referring to al-'adiyat, the type of horse which runs. So I think in English what they call it, a galloping horse. When the horse is at its fast, when it's galloping. But this is al-'adiyat, is, is to gallop. The Mufassirun said, this is sifa limawsufin majhul. Does it say anywhere in here that this is referring to a horse? Does it say here anything that it's referring to a camel? No. But this is a sifa يعني الصفة لموصوف محذوف محذوف the the موصوف is is not mentioned here and this is where they had a difference of opinion if you go to Ibn Kathir I don't know if it's in English but it's in Arabic it was there they said العاديات is referring to the camels when they walk or when they run or when they or when they carry the people and what the, what it's referring to is the path that they take from Arafah to Muzdalifah to Mina during Hajj because they said that this surah is a Meccan surah and in Mecca the jihad was not yet legislated so this was referring to the camels which carry the Hujjaj from uh, Arafah to Muzdalifah and then Muzdalifah to Mina and then the second opinion, which is the most correct opinion, which is a Jumhur al-Mufassirun uh, on this opinion, is that it is referring to, to the horses. Yani the war horses which gallop and run and they charge at, at the enemy. This is what it's referring to. Because al-'adiyat, they said al-'adiyat was known to the Arabs. Yes, even before jihad was legislated. The Arabs knew what al-'adiyat were. For when they used to fight amongst themselves in their tribes, they used to refer to their war horses as what? As al-'adiyat. It was known what al-'adiyat were. For when Islam came, Instead of killing our tribes and killing each other, subhanAllah, we are now killing whom? We are killing the kuffar. And then dabha, dabha is the, is the noise, the panting noise that comes from the horse when it runs very fast. When the horse runs and runs and runs, it, it has a panting to it. And this panting indicates how fast it was running. This is a dabha. For this was the richness of the Arabic language. Hatta even the breathing of the horse, it had a name. وَالْعَادِيَاتِ ضَبَحَا فَالْمُورِيَاتِ قَدَحَا فَالْمُورِيَاتِ Al-Muriyat is to, to strike. And subhanAllah, there's special rocks which were called Hajar al-Maru. Hajar al-Maru, which they used to, subhanAllah, they used to actually use them for creating fires. 
and Al-Qadh is, is the spark. And again, this is referring to the war horses. That means the rocks that they bump into each other or they strike against one another and they cause sparks. How does this happen? As a result of the horses running over them. So the hooves of the horses, they run over the rocks and because of their strength and because of their power, it causes them to hit one another, causing a spark. وَالْعَادِيَاتِ ضَبَحَا فَالْمُورِيَاتِ قَدَحَا فَالْمُغِيرَاتِ صُبَحَا Subhan is the morning, yes, the dawn. What's happening in the dawn? Al-Mughirat. Al-Ighara is essentially a dawn raid. And this was the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. That he would not attack at night. He would wait until, until the dawn. If he heard the nida, if he heard adhan, then he would not attack. But if he didn't hear the adhan, then he would, then he would attack. This was the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. So this is referring to the horses when they, when they attack in the morning. But this is the best time to attack the enemy, as the Prophet ﷺ has told us in, in the hadith. فَهُوَ سُبْحَانَ اللَّهِ الْإِغَارَةِ comes from the word ghurra. Ghurra meaning, subhanAllah, to be in, in a state of inattention. For this is when, subhanAllah, in the morning, that the people are either asleep. And subhanAllah, even if they were to wake up, when they wake up, they are what? They are sluggish to respond. For subhanAllah, an army of horses is charging at you. What can you do in that short time? فَالْمُغِيرَاتِ فَأَثَرْنَ بِهِ نَقْعًا الْأَثَرْ What's الْأَثَرْ? الْأَثَرْ is like a trace. A trace of something. And a naqa is, is the dust. And not just any dust. It's the dust that's caused as a result of, of the horses running when they are charging the enemy. فَوَسَطْنَ بِهِ جَمْعًا الْوَسَطْ is... Is in the middle or amidst. A jama' is a group. فَوَسَطْنَ بِهِ جَمْعًا Essentially this bihi, it returns to the dust. It's essentially saying, where does this trail of, of dust lead to? It leads where? To the middle of the jama', the middle of the enemy. When these horses charge, where's their objective? To be in the midst of the enemy fighting. فَوَسَطْنَ بِهِ جَمْعًا This is where the horses, when they charge, this is where they want to be. وَالْعَادِيَاتِ ضَبْحَا فَالْمُورِيَاتِ قَدْحَا فَالْمُغِيرَاتِ صُبْحَا فَأَثَرْنَ بِهِ نَقْعَا فَوَسَطْنَ بِهِ جَمْعًا All of these qasam are to do, with, to do with the war horses. And as the Prophet وسلم, he said, الْخَيْلُ مَعْقُودٌ فِي نَوَاصِيهَا الْخَيْرِ إِلَى يَوْمِ الْقِيَامَةِ But he said that there is goodness in the forelocks, nawasi, the forelocks of the horses, إِلَى يَوْمِ الْقِيَامَةِ that there is khair and that there is barakah in these animals and that they have manafi' and benefits that we benefit from them. And remember when we when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swears by something, that it means it goes to show the importance of this thing. This is the jawab al-qasam. What does kanud mean? Ungrateful. Ahsant. In English, another word is an ingrate. Yani someone who is, who is ungrateful. Innal insana. لِرَبِّهِ لَكَنُودٍ That the insan, jins al-insan. Jins al-insan is لِرَبِّهِ لَكَنُودٍ إِلَّا مَنْ هَدَاهُمُ اللَّهِ Except him, the ones that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has guided. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives them rizq and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives them sustenance. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows his blessings upon them and they what? And they still disbelieve in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they still disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
Subhanallah, why is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala giving you this rizq and why is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala giving you this sustenance? For what reason, for what purpose are you in this dunya? It's to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to stay away from the things which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prohibited. For when you don't do the things, you take the sustenance of Allah and you don't do the things which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordered you to do, then you are what? You are kanood. This is as we said before. كَلَّا إِنَّ الْإِنسَانَ لَيَطْغَى أَنْ رَآهُ إِسْتَغْنَى كَلَّا إِنَّ الْإِنسَانَ لَيَطْغَى That the insan will transgress when what? أَنْ رَآهُ إِسْتَغْنَى When he sees himself self-sufficient. And we said يَطْغَى This is, you have to be careful. So there's the tughyan which leads يعني, to kufr. And there's the tughyan which is يعني, still within the fold of Islam. فَلَكَنُودْ There are Muslimin which are kanood. They say la ilaha illallah but they don't fulfill مثلا, the, the, all the obligations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They're still within the fold of Islam. And then there's kanood, يعني, complete and utter kanood which is the epitome of kanood which is which is al-kufr wa-shirk billah subhanahu wa ta'ala. إِنَّ الْإِنسَانَ لِرَبِّهِ لَكَنُودٍ وَإِنَّهُ عَلَى ذَلِكَ لَشَهِيدٍ وَإِنَّهُ This could return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or it could return to to al-insan. وَإِنَّهُ عَلَى ذَلِكَ لَشَهِيدٍ فَاللَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى is shaheed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a witness to the insan's ungratefulness, to the kanood of the insan. And the insan is also a witness upon themselves of their ungratefulness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whether in this dunya or whether in in the akhirah. For in this dunya they may, subhanAllah, not acknowledge this kanood of theirs. But in the akhirah they will have no choice but to, but to acknowledge it. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, يَوْمَ تَشْهَدُ عَلَيْهِمْ يَوْمَ تَشْهَدُ عَلَيْهِمْ أَلْسِنَتُهُمْ وَأَيْدِيهِمْ وَأَرْجُلُهُمْ بِمَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ That on that day, تَشْهَدُ عَلَيْهِمْ أَلْسِنَتُهُمْ Their tongues and their hands and their legs, they will testify against them. وَإِنَّهُ عَلَى ذَلِكَ لَشَهِيدٌ وَإِنَّهُ لِحُبِّ الْخَيْرِ لَشَدِيدٌ Al-khair, generally speaking, linguistically speaking, is just goodness. Yes, it's goodness, al-khair. But the khair here that we are specifically referring to is referring to wealth. Is referring to wealth. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in Surah An-Nisa, إِن تَرَكَ خَيْرًا If they leave behind khair. Yani a great amount of khair. Yani al-khair is referring to to the wealth of the person. And then this hub, as Sheikh ibn Uthaymin, he said, this hub of the wealth, yani, إِنَّهُ وَإِنَّهُ لِحُبِّ الْخَيْرِ لَشَدِيدٍ yani, Their love of wealth is intense. Their love of wealth is intense. وَتُحِبُّونَ الْمَالَ حُبًّا جَمَّا An intense love for al-mal. When we took this in, in Surah Al-Fajr, we said that the believer is restrained. He doesn't have this extreme hub of wealth. Otherwise, the, the, the love of wealth is inherent in every individual. So the believer, they like the, the, the mal, but they understand that it is from, from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's the one that gave it, and he's the one that can, and he's the one that can take it. And if, they ta- if, if it comes, it comes, and if it goes, it goes. There's not a problem, subhanAllah. And the more, subhanAllah, the person is attached to the dunya, the more their love of the wealth is. This is referring to the ones who make their, their maqsad in this life is the accumulation of wealth. For this is the state of the insan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells him, this is your state, you are kanood and you love the wealth. Will you not now think of what's coming? Does he not know that when the contents of the graves are scattered? It's not scattered, it's, re- it's more overturned. 
Yani turned inside out. This is what ba'athara means. Fa'afala ya'lam. Afala, will he not know? This know is, is yani, with certainty. And certainty only comes about as a result of ilm. Ilm and amal. With ilm and amal, with, uh, with knowledge and action, you have you have certainty. You come to know and you are certain of something. You learn your deen and you practice your deen. You are upon certainty of your deen. Fa'afala ya'lam. Will he not know? Iza ba'athira ma fil qubur. Where do we know that the graves will, will turn upside down? Where do we know this from? From the Quran and from the Sunnah. From the Quran and the Sunnah. Learn your deen. And subhanAllah, have the yaqeen and have the iman and have the aqeedah and you will know this. But it's as if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying to them, your ungratefulness and your love of wealth, just remember this day when you will when you will come out from your grave, when the graves will be turned inside out and the contents of the graves will be turned inside out. وَأَخْرَجَتِ الْأَرْضُ أَثْقَالَهَا For the people will come out of their graves to meet the hisab, يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ أَفَلَا يَعْلَمُ إِذَا بُعْثِرَ مَا فِي الْقُبُورِ وَحُصِّلَ مَا فِي الصُّدُورِ وَحُصِّلَ مَا فِي الصُّدُورِ Obtained. حُصِّلَ The verb حُصِّلَ means to obtain. مَا فِي الصُّدُورِ What is in the chest. يعني what is in the hearts of the people. يعني what is the intentions of the people. What is the a'mal of the qalb. The tawakkul and the, and the fear and the hope that they have in their hearts. وَحُصِّلَ مَا فِي الصُّدُورِ This is obtained يوم القيامة. This is similar to السرائر, the sara'ir of what the person used to keep inside the essentially the secrets. Tubla. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will test them. Because Yawm al-Qiyamah, what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala look at first? What's inside your heart? The ikhlas. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will look at the ikhlas. For in this dunya, when مثلاً, we see a person praying and we see a person paying zakat and we see a person performing hajj and we see a person reading Quran, we say that this person is, is a Muslim. This person is a Muslim. He's doing all the things, the outward actions of Islam. And we don't question, we go, this person is just reading Madhala Quran because he just wants to show off. Do we know what's inside the hearts of the people? We don't know. For if Madhala someone tells us about such and such person, we say, well, yeah, no, such and such person is a very good person. We always see them Madhala in the masjid and, and they're doing all these good amal. And we don't give a tazkiyah above the tazkiyah of Allah. Why do we say this? Because only Allah knows What's in the hearts of the people? Yani we can't tell you what's in the hearts of the people. We can only tell you what? Yani what we see. We can only tell you what we see of the people. Allah alam what's inside their hearts. Allah alam what's in their hearts. But Yawm al-Qiyamah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will, will test them. وَحُصِّلَ مَا فِي الصُّدُورِ Everything that's in the sudur that the person used to keep hidden will come out. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will call them to account for that. And then Shaykh ibn Uthameen, this is what he said, yani, it's very important that we, subhanAllah, we look after our inner deeds before our outer deeds. This is where it's always important to renew your intention. For every single amal that you do, you need to renew your intention. Who is this amal for? It is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's not just something routine that I do or something that, that yani, I want people to see me doing. But subhanAllah, this is the, the importance of al-ikhlas all the time. And then subhanAllah, the Shaykh ibn Uthameen, he tied between this ayah and the ayah before. أَفَلَا يَعْلَمُ إِذَا بُعْثِرَ مَا فِي الْقُبُورِ وَحُصِّلَ مَا فِي الصُّدُورِ He said that the graves will reveal what the secrets hidden inside them. So there's a revelation in each one of the ayah. The first one is the revelation of the graves. They will reveal what's inside them. And then the second one is the revelation of what's inside What's inside the chest? What's inside the hearts? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reveal what's inside the hearts. إِنَّ رَبَّهُمْ بِهِمْ يَوْمَئِذٍ لَخَبِيرٌ إِنَّ رَبَّهُمْ بِهِمْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on that day will be 
will know all about their conditions. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will know what's inside their hearts. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what they did, the outer and the inner. Nothing escapes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inna rabbahum bihim yawma idhin on that day. Does that mean that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not khabir about them in this dunya, mathalan? Is this what this implies? For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is talking about al jaza when He's talking about the reward and He's talking about the recompense. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is emphasizing that He is khabir with everything. If you go to a court, if the case is not laid out and, and the, the judge doesn't have the information, can they make a proper ruling? They can't make a proper ruling. It's very important for them to have the knowledge of everything. And to Allah belongs the mathal al-a'la. Because this is maqam what? This is maqam al-hisab. Maqam al-hisab. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is emphasizing that he knows everything. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is emphasizing that he knows everything. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even knows everything in this dunya as well. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala still knows everything in this dunya. As the Shaykh Ibn Adaymin said, عَالِمٌ بِمَا كَان وَمَا يَكُونُ لَوْ كَانَ كَيْفَ يَكُونُ Allahu Akbar. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, عَالِمٌ بِمَا كَان Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what happens, what has happened before. وَمَا يَكُونُ And what will happen in the future. لَوْ كَانَ كَيْفَ يَكُونُ لَوْ كَانَ When it does happen, how it will happen. So it's not just a matter of knowing that this, such and such thing will happen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even knows how that thing will happen in the future. So this goes to show that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is khabir with everything in this dunya and khabir with everything in the akhirah. But in the akhirah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned it specifically here because it is maqam al-hisab. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is recompensing the people either for good or either for bad. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu alaykum jazakum Allah khair.